Cause if it is love, why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? Cause if it is love, why does it hurt so bad? Okay. I can do the whole thing. We can take it from the. Make I'm like, this is so, so sad, sad inside, inside. Inside. If it is love. love. And then you gotta have some pipes. You gotta have some pipes. Yeah. Broke my heart. Shattered it in fast and pieces. Um. You know it was a thousand pieces. I mean, are, if your heart is broken, you counting? He's I think like, your priorities are off. Two, three, oh. <laughs> He's trying to pick them up as fast as they're falling out. Um, Maybe she'll take me back. It is just, oh, I made a big mistake. <laughs> you forgive me. Oh, now I can feel it. How many key changes? Right. I really love her. Love her. You love her. What? What? <laughs> 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 you got it. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. But I feel like the drum machine broke when they did that drum. But <laughs> Jimmy Jam. I'm sorry. It's stuck. Like, what? It's, it's, it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis is like, yo, unplug it, unplug it, unplug it. <laughs> You know what? Oh, we don't man. got the budget. We gotta, we gotta keep it. We gotta keep yeah, it. Just leave, leave it in there. But that shit's kind of hot. Yeah. Um, Teddy Riley stole it and just went with it. Oh yeah, yeah, basically. That's how he started the new Jack Swing. And somebody's fuck up. I was like, oh yeah, I put the swing on too hard. No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I'll take it from here. Uh, um. So, uh, yeah, love, wow, what a thing. Uh, I, he, baby, don't hurt me. No, oh, that's another one. Um, <laughs> go through a whole bunch of bar touches and stuff. Okay, so, but, it, okay, so, I, I think, oh, whoa, so here we go, we got the voice cracking. I, I, I can't even say I feel that, because that's weird, but my thought process on love has definitely evolved over time and people it's like anything i want to go deep and then we'll go shallow again then we'll go deep again yeah um but going deep is is if there's one thing i've realized about that is that love or whatever we call it is that's just the thing you can't define it because once you do it's not love anymore and then, you know, I did send you another Alan Watts video where he's talking about a spectrum of love. And if you think about it, that's what's interesting about it. There is a spectrum of love. It, 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 and it can involve a lot of different things. And it can be like, but then there's, it's so hard to even think where to, where to begin. Because, you know, people say, talk about loving yourself and things like that. And he basically breaks down the fact that really you can't love yourself. The reason is because he always asks, what do you want? What is it you want? And you know what? You don't know what you want. People really don't know what they want. They say they know what they want, but they don't know what they want because Mm -hmm. they already have it. So if you already have something you're looking around for, and it's like you already have it. So therein lies the issue. So we automatically think, that love is 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 a thing you got to go out and do. It's a it's a like it's hard to define. Like I can't even define it here. But that's what's interesting. But you can you know have all kinds of love. Like maybe you're doing a favor for someone. Maybe you're giving someone a compliment. Maybe actually maybe leaving someone alone is a way to love them. Uh, maybe oh, you know it's deep. it's uh what's that? That's deep. Well, there, well, there can be, and there can be, here's, here's the most fascinating thing that I thought about is it, he was talking about religion and basically its purpose is to, I don't know what the word would be, um, to basically make rules of love 
So it's setting up rules of love. Why you, why should you love this person? You're supposed to love this person. You're supposed to love that person. When you get married, you're making a vow to love this person. Well, what is that love? What What is that love? And why? He did say something interesting. He said even that religion made sex such a taboo thing. And that's why it's seen the way it is. And he said it's almost like religion made it the most desirable kind of love because it's so taboo. But right. the other kinds of love, sure, be kind, loving, considerate, whatever these are considered, uh, ironically. Uh, but sexual kind of love, which is very primal at its nature or at its, at its base, is really loathed. I mean, within religion, where it's like, oh, you right. must not, this is sacred. And you can't do this with other people and it's only this one person and so they made it really a uh it's just like anything we talk about we we talk about this literally every week is the more you shun something from someone the more they want to do it so religion shuns it and now everybody just wants to bang everybody uh but here's the here's it's like wait please yeah, because I, I, it reminds me of like going to Walmart and you want to get like um, like a box of condoms or usually not even box of condoms, even if it's like chic razor blades and then they have them in a plastic case. And it's like, why the fuck does it need to be in a plastic case? Why are people stealing this so much? But now I want to steal it because it's in a plastic case. So that's kind of like what sex is. It's like when you put a limitation on it and, and make it, make it appear like it's sacred to be genuine, then people are going to want it more when I think the people that were thinking about making it like more kind of uh, like law based taboo. You, this is think about all the laws uh, there are regarding right in a sexual nature. I think what they were trying to do is was was kind of give people like a the idea was to de desensitize them so that sex would just be like regular shit. But of course, by by censoring it, it does the opposite. I think about in, in the, you could show tons and tons of violence in an R rated in a um, in an R rated movie, but show too much nudity and it it sits on the borderline of being X. Right. A, a, a movie right. that has no curses, no violence, but has nudity in it would be labeled rated R. Yes. Um, very, like, almost immediately. It's just kind of crazy. Yeah. Sex is held way more, like, I mean, I sort of get it, but it doesn't make any sense. Because what? you have yeah. kill, murder and death. Fine. Is, totally fine. Yeah, totally fine right on murder and death but then just just the idea of practicing reproduction because that's really what casual sex is that's the biggest taboo and shit that's the no-no right there now i i got a theory about it i feel like it was done out of like jealousy or envy mm -hmm. that that would be the only thing that makes sense in making it so like so like like a diamond like a rare, precious gem sex is supposed to be. To the point where that's that's usually, you know, there's two major things that affect relationships. It's either gonna be sex or it's gonna be money. And usually they go hand in hand because when you ain't got no money, you ain't getting no ass. But if you got mad money, you're getting ass. You're getting ass. You may not be getting love, no, whatever that is. Whatever that is, but there's the association in itself between, mm -hmm. because if you, you could you could immediately you could sincerely love someone in the way that you feel like you love someone like to the part where you'll 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 sacrifice your life for them but go have sex with somebody else none of that matters that's true and i some uh i i saw this post somewhere randomly on the internet which did make me laugh so i was talking about uh, some music being like offensive or something, uh, and I think it was of a sexual nature. Somebody commented and said, "Like, yeah, 
good thing, uh, you know, the good thing they're thinking about this because my son's just playing a Grand Theft Auto and he, he murdered a hooker and took her money. So, you know, and it's like, these are being video games. Like, I mean, I remember when I played Grand Theft Auto, I felt weird. Cause, cause I was like, cause like even I was playing with a friend of mine's kids. He's like, oh yeah, just punch that lady. I'm like, bruh, you like 10 years old? God damn. God damn, bruh. So, but, but here, here's the thing of, about love is, or whatever you want to call it. It can be the, I mean, I guess everyone's definition is just like truth. It's literally yeah. like truth. Where we say, well, yeah, love, truth. love is well, truth. It's love is, yeah, and because it's a, it's a personally defined situation. And I, you know what, I, I think what's really bad is, um, well, I mean, in my opinion, is that because of sex being, being so taboo in our society, even people, you know, like myself, I mean, I've done all right. I mean, I don't mean that in a disgusting way. But there are there are people um, with disabilities or in wheelchairs, and it's like it's we're already set up in a society anyway that it's shameful to be like, yo, it'd be cool to like get with a girl or a guy or whatever. Like, but then you make it, then it's just more shameful. So if you're in a position where you may not have as much chance, then you're really kind of fucked with them, and ironically, um, because yeah. But do you know what I'm saying? Because it's already yeah. a taboo thing, but then you're in a position where you're like, I should be doubly ashamed because, you know, uh, I don't know if anyone would get with me in that way unless you, you know, like, shit, a girl I dated, she just, she said, you have to ask for what you want, basically. Um, and she was right. So those things being said, you know, we're, I, I, I'm already at, at another level, meaning like, so even if you're not in that position or this position, whatever you want to call it, it's all those positions. <laughs> Am I right? So if, if you're not, like, it's still, uh, let me put it this way too. I, I don't mean to just focus on that, but one thing that really got me, which is true, is in my quest to learn a lot about attachment and more so detachment, I think people define love as uh, a possessiveness, which is dangerous. And this is where people, you hear about crimes of passion and, you know, people, you know, killing someone because they think their spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend are cheating, which may or may not be true or whatever. But then you feel like you own that person and you can't, right. like, it's, love you know, possession. It, but the thing is, but, but love, love is like, I, at least the way I see it, or the way I've grown to see it, because I used to have that mindset, that mindset, seriously, oh, mindset. Yeah, yeah, where it's like, basically like, I own you, why don't, why don't, you know, you belong to me. You don't really say that or, but you act that out. You know what I mean? You think you're close with someone and they act the way you feel endangers your situation you go, fuck, you know, and then you start tripping or you act weird or you act childish. All these things I recognize in myself, you know, and um, that's what, really, that's a lot of things that led me to researching spirituality because it's because every other, like other things in my life have been, you know, pretty good. But I always, I always had trouble with relationships, but I think it's because First of all, I didn't have a lot of good examples in my family, but also is because I did look at it like a possessive type thing where it's like, well, you know, I basically own you in a weird emotional way. And let's talk about obligation for a minute. I've said this in here before. I don't think there's any problem with telling anyone that you love them. I mean, I love you. Right. You're one of my best yeah. friends. Yeah. And, but what people get weirded out by, and it's, but once again, it's not us, it's you. I'm talking to the audience. You can tell people you love them. But some people think that they're, that comes with an obligation. 
Yep. And it doesn't have to. Like, you can love someone in a detached way. You know what I mean? So, and I think that's um, something we don't practice very often. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, um, it, it's the admiration of, of your fellow human being. To me, that that's that's love. Like true true love, to me is being able to to show reciprocity to someone just because because you acknowledge their consciousness, so to speak. I I don't necessarily have to have a conversation with you and agree with you, but to me, also love love there's a there's a conscious love and there's an unconscious love so mm -hmm. even if you even if you had hate for someone or something to me that's love too because love yeah, is love energy is and it's whatever you put is whatever you acknowledge is important to you so if you hate somebody obviously there's that that interaction is of great importance and so if if that person was no longer there you would still you would still mourn them. That's what people do. It's like, yo, I, I hated this motherfucker. I'm glad this motherfucker's dead. But then you still it. bring them up. Exactly. You still bring them up in conversation. Well, you still acknowledge their presence. Yeah. There, there was a bit, a uh, part in the Alan Watts lecture about love where he talked about uh, people that see themselves as virtuous. And he said, they all gather together. Could be church, could be whatever. And who do they talk about? They talk about the people they don't like. Yeah. He said you should be thanking them because that's what makes you virtuous. They make you what you are. So, right. and, and that's why you hold such, you need them to be the virtuous person you claim to be. That's so, the dance. That is the dance, yeah. And I'm, I'm actually when I say that's the dance that I am stealing from Alan Watts because he talked about yeah, he the difference between war and war and uh, like warring with someone and loving someone or it's, it's the same thing. It's a dance because you're right you're interacting. <laughs> and the you know on the, on the love thing, one one thing that really caught my attention. Well, a couple mm -hmm. things. You know, he, he even said it, it's interesting how. Um, think about a dysfunctional family situation. It's mostly religion that says this, I would guess, or, you know, just maybe society, uh, popular society, like that you're obligated to love someone. So it's like you have a kid, say you're the kid, maybe your parents kind of shitty, one of your parents, are you like, but people say, oh, you should love them anyway. Really? Do I need to? In what way? Maybe you find a way to love them, and it's not the way that other people think you should. You know what I mean? It could be a different, it may be a different way to love them. You don't know, you know what I mean? So um, that's where all these, uh, these lines of, you know, people defining it, whatever love is, like, I've said this before in here, and I won't, I'm not going to name drop, well, it's not like anybody would know them. But I remember hanging out with a friend of mine and she was talking about her ideal man, you know, and I, I she got mad because I was just laughing the whole time because I was like, she is so ridiculous. Like, why yes. can't you just, why don't you just see what happened? Like, because once you do that, you're, you're, you're really closing off a lot of people now at the time was probably selfish because what she was describing was not me but uh, uh but you know what but you know what i mean like with anyone it's like when people do that like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that it's like i mean uh, maybe you just keep your antenna out there that's right. not a sexual thing but keep your antenna out there and just kind of see how it works out because you're already putting expectations on an individual right that's like when people, you know, they start dating and like, oh, you, you should see, that's the thing that used to get me caught up. Well, you just made, you just made a, a great point. 
please. The expectations that, that people put on others. So that's the lazy yes. route. It's the lazy route because you're not you're not truly seeking your ideal person. You're trying to manifest it in someone else. You're trying to mold this person without even trying to be empathetic towards this other person's agenda, what they actually want within themselves. And so they like, and, and this is going to sound sexist because this is from my, my perception as a male heterosexual. Um, it seems as if women are the ones that are always trying to change their boyfriends and, or, or, and having the idea that, oh, he's, he's sour right now, but I can, I can, I can mold him. I can him change him. him. Right. Um, and here's the, here's the thing. I think subconsciously and sometimes consciously, women think, some women think that they can do that by, by leveraging their vaginas. And that shit doesn't work because how do you expect anybody to advance if you actually don't give them encouragement? Say that again. How do you expect anybody to advance if you don't give them some sense of encouragement as if they are accomplishing something? So well, if you're going to do that shit, huh? And space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like threatening a dude that you're not going to give him any because he's not doing what you want him to do does not give you what you want. Well, it's, it it's, manip like it's, it's manipulation, which anybody is capable of right. doing. Never proposition your, never proposition your privates. Never. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be transaction unless, unless you actually are a professional, never proposition yeah. your private. Because professionals you know, understand, they understand the transaction. You want, you want big book pussy. I'm willing to give it to you for money. That's it. There's no other things about that. Whereas in right. relationships, it's like, if you don't do this, you're not getting no ass. Like, so you think that me doing this particular thing, I'm actually gonna be like even horny after that? You just gave me a chore because it's not something that I really wanted to do in the first place. So then I'll do it, but then I'm not thirsty. And that's the thing, dudes that have a sense of, or people that have a sense of self and and that quote, what we would consider self-love, but it's just a, a you know yourself more, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're going those people are gonna be like, all right, this is not I'm this out. is not worth the hassle. <laughs> I'm out. Or right. or they're gonna be like, well, eventually the more I ignore you, the more you'll probably give it to me. So I'll just have my cake elsewhere. And that's these are these these are the archetypes of people. The the, the cheater is the man who wants it all and is not willing to make a sacrifice. Right. Yeah. That, but that's, but that's what's interesting about all of this is, you know, expectations. Uh, yeah. I, you know, personally, I'm guilty of that. It's like, and this is a, a very big mistake. I think a lot of people make and it's a big mistake I had to learn, you know, years ago was just because you love somebody or whatever, however you term that, whatever, that their viewpoints are not yours. So if you really love them, you accept their viewpoints. That's the whole right. point of it. And, and and you make a lot. You make a lot of sense. And you are, I think, quite accurate in saying if you know yourself and you know how you are. That's the key right there. If you know mm -hmm. how you are, and then you you because you can tell someone that. Like, I know how I am. I recognize this. This is, this is good. I mean, you know, even in recent times I've had, I've talked to, uh, you know, a girl that was interested, but I know me and I figured things out very quickly and no disrespect to her, but I just knew 
much quick, much more quickly than I would have when I was younger. I just would have been like, yeah, try to make it happen. Let's make it happen. Like right. sacrificing my own sanity or whatever. I, but as soon as or, I knew, I'm like, your I already, own sense of self, your own sense of self-respect. Right. And I was like, this is not going to be good for either of us because I already know how I'm going to go. I already know how I'm going to go down this road and it's not going to be good. So this is probably, probably not a good situation. And the weird thing is, I think for once in my life, I mean, even more, another instance that I realize is like, as you get older and realize that it becomes less dramatic when you cut something off because you go like, you don't feel like, you know, I don't want to like look out the window with a teacup and have a tear rolling down my cheek and, you know, playing some, you know, Sarah McLaughlin, there you go, you know, and like, oh, what could have been, you know, all that shit. But like, because you go, okay, well, that's probably better. You feel better about it because you know yourself. You're like, good. Well, I saved both of us a lot of problems, both of us, you know, and that's the whole thing. And there's other ways, and when I was talking about many ways of love, like there's obviously, as they say, erotic love, and there's, there's, there's all these things you can define as love. But one thing that really intrigued me, and I, I think I may be becoming this person, what I kind of feel like I am, um, is Alan Watts mentioned this ideal of, he says, why is it we see love and, or like ultimate love or pleasure, whatever, just with your genitals? He's like, he goes, why can't you turn your whole life into an erogenous zone. Why, why don't people treat people like that? But that's what I think people appreciate. So what I'm saying is, why can't you look at doing something for someone as like making love to them? I mean, couldn't you do that? It, like, it if you, if you really, like if you really like someone and maybe it wouldn't be appropriate or what, I mean, that's kind of relative, but you know what I mean? You may feel like maybe this is not the move now. But you can do other things, you know, that show your love that, you know, but, but that's the thing. And you do without expectation. That's the whole thing of love. You do what I, because I do know somebody, I have a friend, I I don't know if they watch this, but it's always the same relationship drama. By the way, I've been there, so I'm not calling them out. Why did I freeze like that? Okay. So they go through the same thing in a relationship going, well, I would do this for her. Why wouldn't she? I'm like, she's not you. She is not you. You have to stop looking at it like that. If you love her, know how she is, or you claim to love her. Know how she is, love who she is, not who you want her to be. That's fucked up. Think about you getting a relationship. You're like, you know, I like most of the things about you, but um, this one thing, that ain't gonna work for me. And then you just cancel that but person just because of that one thing? Right, because of that one thing. And it's like, really, like you, but people do that. And especially Oh, we now do that shit all the time. I mean, yeah, we're, we're doing that social more media. Yeah. Yeah, because we, this is, this is the, the, the old paradox of choice is that now, especially with dating apps, with all these things, we go, oh, well, that, like, I remember one of my friends said one time, he said, yeah, she was really cool. She was really sweet, really smart, really funny. But like one of her toes was like really long. I'm not kidding you. He said that. I said, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Holy shit. Did you get that from Eddie Murphy's boomerang? Maybe so. Either way, but, but things like that. It doesn't, have to, excuse me, doesn't have to just be physical things. But I think, I think people need to start thinking about love in more ways than just, I don't want to say just gifts, not, not gifts, but maybe gestures of kindness, maybe a kind word. Like there's so many ways. I think, I mean, the simplest way is just, it's the simplest way is acknowledgement. 
It's just, I mean, just just acknowledgement, acknowledging that you acknowledge somebody other than going, like just even walking past somebody, just acknowledging. Like, even if it's a wave, it's just to be like, look. I'm, smile at him. Right, just smile, give a gesture that I, I, I acknowledge your presence. But sometimes that's that's really all it takes, and you 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 would have no idea what the ripple effect of that is, because sometimes just just you acknowledging somebody else. First of all, most people are not thinking that people are 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 even willing to acknowledge them. So people tend to ignore and just walk past and and say nothing, which is kind of weird as human beings. That shit weirds me. I, I, especially pre-mask, I would nod, say, I, I, I smile. Everybody, if they're looking up, I am going right. to acknowledge If I you. make eye contact with you, I'm going to acknowledge you. Of course. <laughs> yes. Hey, how you doing? I mean, you know. Yep. Hey, human. Hey, human. <laughs> Yo, when we started doing that shit, that would be a good like TikTok skit. Hey, human. Hey, human. Yeah. What you oh, humans God, that's, doing? That's actually not a bad idea. Then we fly to Atlanta after Indiana and just and then we just gonna do a whole bunch of TikToks. What's up, my human? What's up, human? And y'all acting like a bunch of humans. <laughs> my it's human. The human thing that you just did. Human. Human. You. Human. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, so it's fascinating. I'm, I'm intrigued by this, um, you know, this idea of, I think, you know, Alan Watts, again, we, I brought it up and I'll bring it up again, is it, when he's talking about love, he says, like, he says, um, well, how much do you love this person? And he says, I, I you know, uh, he, what he say? He said, "I just could eat you up." And he said, "Well, that would be bad because then you would be gone." He goes, exactly. "You can't do that." And he goes, "But uh, he goes, it's more to the point of you can't help yourself. If you really can't help yourself, how you feel about someone, and you can." He goes, "Oh, well, you could write a song, write a write poetry." What he goes, "You could write the best poetry in the world." He goes, "But what if you can't do that?" Are we gonna come to you and say, "Oh, you don't really love them"? No, you can't do that. Right, and we should. It's like telling do. somebody, like, "No, what you see is not blue." Like, isn't it? But at one at one time, blue wasn't actually a color that was acknowledged or seen, which is weird because all of a sudden somebody manifested blue. Somebody convinced a whole bunch of other people that blue was the color. Which to me is 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 amazing sorcery, and it's it's like basically alchemy in order to do that. But I imagine if that's what we've always done, all this all this that we acknowledge that is true in reality is just made from convincing. It's the it's the greatest illusion ever. Yeah, I, that's I, pretty trippy. Yeah, and I, I this is I preface this because what I just said is going to lead into a lot of other discussions that we will be talking about in the next coming podcast. Um, because there's, I've, I'm sensing this energy, this pattern of energy where things are going to start to make even more sense, but it's going to be, and, and at least between you and I, it's going to be hilarious how, how obvious it is. And then we're going to be like, this is what we've been talking about since we were like freaking young adults is how simple life is. But remember mm -hmm. when we always said when we figured it out, then all of a sudden we were just exploding. <laughs> just disappear. <laughs> just disappear. That's right. I, I remember I remember in the old the old era of this podcast, when we start getting real deep, we both get scared and start yeah. looking around, like <laughs> make sure we're still here. Like, okay, we're good, we're good, we're good. I have, oh, shit. <laughs> I have a song quote that just popped into my head from this discussion, and it's it's going to be the eeriest shit. Um, I'm not going to tell you what the song title is, but um, 
but I'm going to read this and you'll be able to figure out exactly what the song title is. I won't pretend that I intend to stop living. I won't pretend I'm good at forgiving. But I can't hate you, although I have tried. I still really, really love you. Love is stronger than pride. <laughs> Damn. This, th those, two, th those two lines, I won't pretend that I intend to stop living. It's like, yeah, we had a fight, but I'm not gonna act like I'm, I'm taking my, I ain't, I ain't killing myself for you. But I won't pretend that I'm just gonna be like, oh yeah, just come on. Yeah, it's okay. Come on. But at the same time, I can't hate you. Although I although I've tried. Like we we do this shit all the time. Like I wanna fucking I wanna take that bad thing that you did to me, which really you didn't really do it to me. You did it to yourself and my my spectating <laughs> of that shit. I, I decided to take some sympathy off of you and put it onto me. Yes. But you fucked yourself up and this became the repercussion. But I still acknowledge that and I am willing to put my cards into this <laughs> into this hand so that yeah. now you get exactly what you want. Because forgiving is much harder. It's much easier to hate you. But forgiving you is much harder. That, that is that is interesting. I think there's pride in it, or like you let pride and don't want to admit. And then I think the thing is not to um, admitting people are wrong, but just admitting that you know people have their people don't like to admit that people have their right to do what they did, even if it's uh, shit. Um, right. I, it's ironic that you're saying this because. I don't know if you have if you get the daily stoic emails uh, like I do, but today's was literally about this in saying that you know great leaders, um, you know even great thinkers of our of of history, recorded history, um, they were very strong, but they were also they understood that people that did things to them had their reasons right. and not that they saw the justification but like even people that were done very wrong and they say well yeah maybe you thought you were doing right at the time and maybe in those circumstances you know and you have to acknowledge that and say well you did what you had to do and the power i think is not holding that against someone and saying well you do that, but that, that is the power with anything. This goes back to the whole thing we talked about is the same thing with love is understanding where people are coming from. That's how you love people is know where they come from. And you right. say, well, I can see how you would do this. I mean, you know, to get very personal, my father committed suicide when I was 22 and I obviously wasn't happy about it. I've had moments of being mad and not understanding, but the older you get, it was with anything. You sit, you think about it enough rationally, think about it. Take yourself out of the equation, your personal feelings, like how it affected me. And then you go, damn, I, I mean, I wouldn't do that, but you could go, I could see how that maybe his circumstance could drive someone Right. to such an extreme and the more you 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 learn about philosophy and personal psychology you learn about you know even like our dark sides and how that can drive people to extreme measures you know and nihilistic kind of thoughts and behavior and then you go that's I how get you build it. empathy but that's the thing and, and i think that it's not only accepting well, i mean you have no choice but to accept it Denying it is fucking stupid. It was it was just put in front of weird. your face. How are you gonna deny it? But that's that's what's weird if you can't accept it. Like you right. have no choice. But I think what it is is understanding it. That's where the but that's once again, that's with any kind of relationship, whether it's a friendship or a whatever kind of like but that's why there's so many levels. There's so many levels of 
of interaction and love. That's why there's this, like they said, there's a spectrum. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that. I think that's why, you know, even when uh, I think the old, which is kind of through the trope of like, where girls say, oh, he's just a, he's just a friend of mine. He doesn't like me like that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe not, but uh, try to make out with him, see what he does. You know? <laughs> or, or like, why are you in denial? Why, why are you in complete denial? I think life should always be a maybe. Well, that's what I think. And do you do? Because I think there's where do you sit on this uh, fence? Is there are people out there? What if you never or what if you're debating whether you tell someone that you like it's a weird thing to say i've been in this position before where you like someone a lot they're a really good friend would you ever tell them you are more interested in them than because i'm here's here's what i'm saying here's what i'm saying the philosophy behind this is this is you can say something but you may risk a friendship but also if you really know that person maybe they would say okay i respect that but that ain't happening you know what i mean i think it's the ego it's the ego that gets it, and it that's what i was gonna say it's like just the idea that i mean just the fact that that song popped in my head love is stronger than pride um like it that's that, to me that's the identity of true love it's like do whatever I might disagree with. Just because I disagree with it doesn't mean it's wrong. Because obviously, if you right. already did it, if you already did it, then it's at least it's right to you. And I must accept that it's right to you. As long as you don't, as long as I let you know that I'm not down for that, then we can find common ground in something else. Right. As long as you don't try to push that on me, and we can right. find common ground in something else. And that, that should be the principles of understanding people's individuality as well as as a collective, although we disagree, when it is time to come together for, for one cause that will help all of us that we can all agree to, then we should do that. That's where, that's where group mentality should come into play. Other than you just, other than somebody trying to Force you and force you to be part of this idea that you might not be a part of, and perhaps yet the your your philosophies are completely opposite of that idea. Don't kick me out because of that, because me disagreeing with your idea doesn't give your idea any weakness at all. You already got tons of people that that are down with your idea. What the fuck right. are you me for? My my one individual self does not threaten the tons and tons of ideas that you've already like that you've already confirmed with right. millions of other people. Right. So because I feel this, let me have my truth. You don't yeah, have to. And- you don't even have to call me crazy or anything like that. Just be like, this person doesn't really fuck with our ideas and that's fine. We still fuck when the time comes and we when we find common ground, then we will all come together regardless. And that's how it should be. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and and, and I think this might be relevant, it might not, and I don't think I sent this to you. But I did watch uh I'm getting all this philosophy knowledge is great. But talking about um, more of like detachment and things uh, 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 why this why this works with to me it works with anything and to understand how the philosophy rings true is just like alan watts said realizing what you already have so meaning if you love yourself like a to the extent one can which means you're comfortable with yourself you know yourself you no one is going to add or take away from what or who you are that's when you that's when the world opens up because you're not you're not desperate like desperate desperation is very ugly 
Desperation. Desperation. I think that don't. Well, would you agree or disagree? A desperation is is a form of of not knowing yourself. Well, yeah, because you're. I think when people are dead, I think when you're desperate, you are seeking something outside of yourself. Yeah. Because if you weren't desperate, you go, I already have this. I already have what I'm looking for. But I, I need this. I need this. Like, needy, like, you never realize how annoying and trippy needy is until you're on the other end of the needy stick. But and what you, know, you said they, about needy, what you're saying about needy is the weird part because when we break it down to it, it isn't even not, it, it's not even a need. It's more of, of a desire. It's a desire. It's a well, want because it's, it never becomes right. a necessity because we all but, we already have all the necessities. But, but that 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 breaks down to a Buddhist uh, a, a primary Buddhist principle is. That was the, the, the enlightenment was to detach yourself from desire. Like you don't want things, you things just happen. That's why when people go like, I mean, I attest to the uh, reality of this in most of my life. If you were, how did you do this? I don't know. I don't, cause I didn't think about it. I wasn't thinking about it. How did you do this? I don't know. I don't know. I it just did. It's like, so those things that come natural to you do those things and that that's that's where once again that's that's the whole principle or all these principles that apply is that you learn so much about yourself or know yourself and that what that's what makes you if you want to call it attractive by the way this could be business wise this could be any people you know people say like oh you have this magnetic personality you're you know like i'm a people person but you know why I'm a people person? Because I am very comfortable with myself. And I'm comfortable right. with other people. I know you don't know who you are. And I know I don't know who I am. So it's cool. Like, we can be cool. Like, all these people that do this desperate shit and try to, like, I want to be liked by everybody. Well, you're not going to be. Just, I mean, if you have that attitude. Because it's that's a desperate thing. Because you're needing think, to know. I think knowing who you choose to be for the moment. I think we all we all forget that we are actors. We are characters. In a in a play, life is a play. And in each in each moment if you acknowledge that you are a character, know exactly how many for instance, there are there are actors that can play so many different roles and you you barely know that it's the same person that's acting. Whereas there are others that get typecast and they play the same person in each and every in each and every movie that they're in. Now, if you understand how how uh, say like a, a method actor is someone who can play multiple different parts and bring something completely different to the point where you forget that it's this it's this particular person, then those are the ones that will always, always have a better understanding of life than you will because you're choosing to play the same character. I have, we all have friends that from the age that you started knowing them till now, they've remained pretty much the same person and hung around the same people and, and kind of don't like to mingle with other different types of people. Whereas you and I, I we have, we have yeah. we've adapted to the part where we can be in a room with anybody. Like I've, I've, I've been, I've, I've talked the way that we talk to, to multimillionaires, even billionaires. I've, we've been in rooms with people that, that at, at one point in our lives, we never thought that we would ever meet. And now we're we're saying, motherfucker, shut the fuck up to them. You know what I'm saying? As if right. they because one, we one, we acknowledge that no one is here or here to us. Right. As human beings, that, that's right the here. illusion. That's the illusion. Yes. That hierarchy is the illusion. 
to think that one person is above or below you is so fucking like it's it's the most it's the dumbest thing that you could ever do but it's the greatest way for someone to manipulate you mm-hmm. as soon as you accept that you are above somebody or below somebody they already got you when you meet somewhere in the middle where sometimes sometimes i need to be up here and sometimes i need to be down here then you have flexibility and with flexibility you can do a lot more fucking things in life and have way more confidence because you understand what your part needs to be in that particular moment, which is extremely important. Know your surroundings, know the set because then the script is already handed to you. I'm not gonna fucking walk in in the hood and, and act like I'm hard if I'm not. Because if I can't, if I can't fit that role, then my audience is going to point that out. Yeah. Because I'm 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 in an environment that has all these characters. And if I stand out and I'm trying to act as if I'm that character, I sound like a bad actor. You know y'all motherfuckers know bad actors. Like oh, that, just watch yeah. Coming to America too. We know bad actors. Damn. It's like yeah you it's 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 the thing of people trying too hard. Um, you see it yeah. all the time. And even like, by the way, go back to method acting. Um, that intrigues me. When there are actors out there, that if they're playing a role, they will live their life like that. Like when they're on set, if they're like an asshole in the movie, they're just going to be an asshole all the time on the set. Be like, exactly. why, are they, why are they doing like method acting? Like method they're not acting. doing it to be personal. They're right. going with, so when that camera rolls, they're going. They're just yeah. being who they bet. Um, um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta interrupt. I think we should go into overtime tonight. Excuse me. Briefly. So, because I gotta, briefly. I gotta. Yes, I know, I know you have something else, but briefly, because I, I want you to finish what you were just saying, because I know you were about to go somewhere. So we're I gonna, was we're actually, gonna... I was actually, I was about to say we should make things weird and uncomfortable and start telling all kinds of people we love them and see what happens. So like, if you get pizza delivered. The Domino's guy shows up, here's your piece of like, thank you, I love you, and see what happens. And there's a way to say it without it sounding creepy, and that's exactly love how you. you said it. I like when you put love the you. eye on it, it makes it worse. Uh, for love people. you. If you got yeah, love you, you that's eye, soft. I love you. you. Go, it's like a hard R of love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. All right. I think that's it. <laughs> we don't even need to go to overtime. We don't know. Uh, do uh, what the hat says. That's right. <laughs> and do what the yes. back says. Whoa. <laughs> oh, and stay young. Stay, stay young. 